Join Culture Map and Sports Map on October 25th for the Tailgate, an all-out celebration of Houston sports and the fans who cheer them on. Savor Tailgate-inspired bites from your favorite restaurants, including FM Kitchen, Twin Peaks, The Waffle Bus, and much, much more. Plus, sip on signature drinks and enjoy game day activities and entertainment. A limited number of early bird tickets are on sale now at tailgate.culturemap.com. Tickets start at just $35, include all food and all drink. Go to tailgate.culturemap.com to get your tickets today. Went last year. It was fantastic. You do not want to miss that. You'll be full. You will be, your thirst will be quenched. It is a fantastic event. You want to take advantage of that, and it is worth every single dime. All right, Astro season is over. They are the American League West champions. Spoiler alert. They won the American League West. Thank you, Seattle, for beating up on the Mar- on the Rangers. That was the ironic part of this whole thing, was that Seattle, of all people, were the team that beat the Rangers, so you got in. So you made both fan bases unhappy, which is great. What would you give the Astros regular season grade? Let's go letter grade on this one, like old high school, whatever. You know, maybe a little different in Wisconsin. You know, lower standardized testing, things don't, like don't that. Do that. What don't is do the- that? Don't don't ruffle the feathers. I mean, Illinois, Wisconsin. I mean, what do they teach up there? Don't shake the udders. What is the Astros regular season grade in 2023? I'm gonna go B. I'm gonna go with a B. I was going B minus, but they won the division, so I'm gonna go B. I just, to me. You had to endure a lot, and you survived. I, I do question whether if they had made different decisions throughout the year from you know who plays and when they play, and also the fact that they had shortcomings against the worst teams in baseball, that it could have been better. So I can't go A, but I can't go any lower than a B because of how many guys stepped up, how many great stories became part of the reason why you were still relevant. And then at the very end, you actually capitalized enough to get to a place that I don't think anybody thought going into the weekend you could get. So I believe that it was a really good year based on all the circumstances they had to deal with. And I think they could have been better, but I'll say B. All right, so you give them a solid B for the regular season. Joe George, letter grade, Illinois, not grading on a curve, anything like that. What is your – and your father was in the education industry. He was in that space. Still is. Shout out to teachers, underpaid, underappreciated, especially nowadays. Shout out Texas City High School. Shout out Stingerese. Stingerese, Um, right? I don't know. I think they're the Stingerese. You can't shout out a high school and not know their nickname. (laughs) I just know that's where where he works. I think it's Stingerese. All right, what is your letter grade for – a minus. A minus. Like, you, you have no Luis Garcia, no Lance McCullers, Jordan and Altuve miss months of baseball. Like Urquidy misses huge chunks of time. You have to reacquire Justin Verlander. You have the ups and downs of a rookie in Hunter Brown. Like you missed like Ryan Presley. Like he was up and down this year. I, I think it's an A minus. As stressful as it was towards the end of the year and how bad they played against the Royals and the A's. They dealt with all those injuries, all of that stuff, and they still won the division after everything. Like, they're still the king of the West. They still got a bye. It's an A-. minus, And honestly, I think that might be light. Okay. I uh, I should have went before you. I also give it an A-. minus. Like, it's all about where you end up, right? Like, what is the goal of the regular season? Goal of the regular season should be winning the division. If you want to say make the playoffs is the first goal, winning the division is the second goal, uh, clinching a bye in the first round is the third goal, best record, home field advantage throughout is the fourth goal, and then just having the best record in all of Major League Baseball is the fifth goal. Because the Astros won the division, 
and don't have to play in the wild card series. And I know it was frustrating. I know it thinned your hair and made it gray. I know all of those things. They still won this division, and they don't have to play in the wild card round, so they're going to be playing baseball this weekend. Most of the teams in all of Major League Baseball aren't making the playoffs. Some of these teams in the wild card round, half of them, aren't going to make it to the weekend. I have to give the Astros an A-, minus, even though it was incredibly frustrating. Uh, we coined it the most frustrating Astro regular season in the Golden Era, which I will double down on. It absolutely was that. Takes you to the final day. You needed a minor miracle to win the division. But if you win the division and you don't have to play in the wild card round, I'm giving the Houston Astros a letter grade of A-, minus. For the 2023 uh, regular season, seven one three. And I understand where you guys are coming from, but I hope you understand from my perspective too. Like, there I think was you're just, a harsh grader. Well, that's fine, and that means you got to do better, and you should focus more and concentrate on uh, on the attention to detail. There's not a whole lot better they could have done, though. The only you thing- don't know that if he doesn't go with some of these backward ass lineups down the stretch, you don't know if they couldn't have won. But there's more only games. one team they could have jumped. In the regular season. There's only one team they could have jumped. So the only thing that they could have done better was be the one seed, not the two seed. Right. Yeah. But 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 at the same time, I think that they were a better team for the for, – they could have, through the totality of everything with the roster that I see and the, the, the upgrades that they made along the way and, and, and the production they got out of guys you didn't expect, I think they're a better overall team than Baltimore. I think they should have had the best record in the American League or they could have – and in my opinion, they should have. And that's why I couldn't go a minus. I think they're a better team than Baltimore too, for for what it's worth. Now, you know the injuries. Altuve was gone for a long time. Jordan gone for a long time. Luis Garcia pitched in what like four games. Or Keeney would have been nice to have the whole year. Lance McCullers would have been nice to, you know, Witcher pitch three yeah. games and then get hurt again. Like that would have been nice of Lance McCullers to pitch in three <laughs> games and then get hurt again. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Ocho, I'm the one who thinks the Ashes would have won the ALS, the AL West comfortably if the teams were properly managed. So I give them a regular season grade of A four. He said ASS. Ocho did. Uh, Honey Glaze Branham. Wait, I can't read that from Honey Glaze Branham. What am I thinking? Jacob, Astros regular season gets a B-. Won the division but didn't dominate. That's a harsh grade for winning the division and having a two-seed in the American League West. Like, it was stressful. Totally understand. Minor miracle in the final weekend. But a B- when you're the two-seed in the AL West? Don't you also think, like, if you have a student that you know is underachieving? Well, now you're grading on a curve. That's not fair to the student who's underachieving. Like, if the student who's underachieving is still performing better than the student who's overachieving, why would you grade them equally? I'm saying from the person that still insisted on B-, it's because from their perspective as a teacher looking at a student that's been excelling their entire their entire time at, at that school or whatever that they underachieved. But now you're not grading the kid on the You're production. right. It's not it, – it's, Like if you have a – It's you have a curve. It's definitely grading on a curve. If you have a really smart kid in a math class and you have a really dumb kid in a math class, not that we believe there are any dumb kids in math classes, and the smart kid hits 80% of their questions and the dumb kid hits 70%, the dumb kid doesn't deserve a better grade than the smart kid. But you know that there, it, it, teachers in the past have done exactly that. They've That's been, criminal. They've been harsh on kids that they expected more or saw more and should have gotten more out of. Uh, 7544, he says B-. 2422 says C-. That is incredible. I don't know how you even broach a C when you win the division. Just barely passable? Well, I mean, that's been another topic of yeah, conversation. That depends on, on where show. you went to school. Is a D passable in your mind, Joe? No. You're wrong. Me, I said the same thing. Only an F is not passing. No, because if you have 
two D's, you're ineligible. At least in Illinois, that's how it was. Well, Illinois is backwards. Illinois and Wisconsin believe C was passing. 713-780-3776. Let's go to the HRMP listener line for Ryan. Ryan, you're in the hive. What's up, Ryan? What's going on, fellas? What's up, Look, Ryan? I'll give it a 10. I'll give it a 10, <laughs> man. They did it without the use of mound visit. They did it with all the injuries, and they're still playing this weekend. The Rangers can suck on it. Y'all oh, take go. it easy. Ryan loves himself some mound visits, and I appreciate that he does. Now, Ryan, I question if you really knew the exercise, because we went with a letter grade, not a number grade, but I That's do appreciate... you're talking about. Right, but I also appreciate the reference from Ryan, so like, I don't know how to take that call. Like, He dropped in a reference that I like, two references that I liked. He got the number instead of a letter. Uh, let's grade Ryan's call. I'll give Ryan a B-. minus. I'll give him a 7. <laughs> well played. Uh, nine six four eight. They only needed one extra win in six months, and Dusty's lineups put them in that situation. Okay, you didn't give his grade, but I'm assuming that that's not good. Uh, zero five eight eight B plus. Look at the curve as A's, as if Braves equal A plus. Oh, A's is an F. Braves is an A plus. Most C's playoff teams. Uh, best teams equals A plus. I don't know if you can give a playoff team a C. No, I don't. I don't think you can either. Like that seems pretty low. You you want you met one of your goals and you actually two of them because you had a winning season enough to get into the playoffs, which is the first goal that everybody has. So you not maybe grossly overachieved, but you achieve you overachieved from the average. So I think you got to start in the B. See, I don't like the expectations you have. Like I I do not use those as regular season grades. Like my regular season grades go as this: if you have the best record in baseball, you're an A plus. Mm-hmm. Like best record in baseball, you're an A plus. If you have home field advantage in your league, that is an A. If you have a division championship and then a top two seed, that way you don't have to play in the wild card round. That to me is an A minus B plus. If you win a division wild card round. And then a B if you qualify for the playoffs. And the expectations things I don't consider because you shouldn't have that from students and letter grades. So because the Ashers won the division, they got a top two C, they're an A minus for me. If they didn't get the division and they were in the wild card round, they would have been a B. So that the difference came down to the final day. They were able to get the questions at the very end right. Those last three questions were going to swing their grade from a B to an A minus, and they, they finished strong. And, and and I you know slightly see it differently simply because of the fact that I saw a team uh, I saw like on the test you made re- not I want to say stupid because that, that's an S word I'm, I taught my kids taught me you're not allowed to say you just did uh, I didn't I, I'm not going to use it in this scenario though I just said the word <laughs> stupid uh, you didn't make smart decisions in, in a story problem when you were trying to use all the reasoning that you had in front of you and because of it. You maybe got a couple wrong. You shouldn't have gotten wrong. Three seven four seven or Devin. He says Ryan is clearly a numbers guy like Lance. I like the burn there. Uh, Six four one seven A, but two games away from an F. That's that's the other thing. Like I think that every team that misses the playoff gets an F. Sorry, I don't care if you're a rebuilding team that has the arrow pointed up. You miss the playoffs. That's an F regular season. Now sometimes it's good to be an F in the regular season if you're tanking, like the Texans last year. You want to attain that F, not a D. Uh, but if you miss the playoffs, I'm, so I'm it's at an safe F. to say for Seattle and their fan base, F you because you deserve the F you yeah. got for not making the playoffs. I mean, if you want to go there. All right, seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Let's go back out to the HRMP listener line. Willie, you're in the hive with the Killer Bees. What's up, Willie? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Always. I get a team of A, and if uh, Dusty was coaching on the East League and on the East Coast or the West Coast, he'll be a second or third in manager of the year. Okay. People around here, especially that college, 
you you all show and the other show wouldn't know a decent lineup if they seen one. The only thing I don't like about it, he ain't played Doobie enough. Thank he didn't you. play Doobie. Doobie's enough. final two months right. have been pretty good. Doobie's been really good this month. Appreciate the call, Willie. Uh, appreciate the insult as well. Uh, four six nine Set three. A caller. Oh, okay. A couple oh, okay. All right. But okay. Oh, fair enough. Uh, four six nine three B plus overcame Dusty's lineup <laughs> injuries and regression from big arms. A young guy stepped up, and the three stars were stars when on the field. Tucker was the MVP. Eight 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 one says just grade by the games won. Now I like to look at where you finished seating. All right. How would you grade the Astros season? Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Now let's grade CJ Stroud. We've been doing our golf grade for CJ oh, Stroud, and it's relevant this week because of the whole Ryder Cup thing. Yeah. Uh, great C.J. Stroud's performance against the Pittsburgh Steelers as a golf grade. 713-780-3776. Killer B's ESPN 97.5, ESPN 92.5. Something that you need to be doing tonight. There's football tonight, right? It's Monday, NFL season. That means there's some Monday night football. Where can you watch Monday night football? Where should you watch Monday night football? At Little Woodrow's. Head over to Little Woodrow's and catch the game tonight. They have game days covered better than anyone else. It's my favorite sports bar in Houston. I'm there every week. It's also your spot to catch the Strohs in the playoffs, especially the Edo location, which is within walking distance of Minute Maid Park. Big parties before the game, during the game, and after the game. Large patios with HD TVs, jumbotrons with all the sports you want to watch, and never a bad seat in the house. Fall weather will be here before we know it. Can't come soon enough. Postseason baseball back. Football is going on nearly every day. It's Woodrow's season. Little Woodrow's is a casual backyard bar that you can find all over H-Town. Game day bucket specials, daily drink specials, great food, whether it's a location with a kitchen or a spot with food trucks. It's all fantastic. Steak night's my favorite. Good times and colder beer. Local bites at Southern Hospitality at its finest. Make Little Woodrow's your happy hour spot, your game day location, or just where you relax on the patio. Good drinks and good company. And it's pet friendly. Three new locations coming soon. Sugarland, Webster, and a new one in Edo. Little Woodrow's, where sports come alive and good times never end. He's blank. I'm Branham. We've been giving golf grades to C.J. Stroud because there's 18 holes, if you will, for C.J. Stroud. Don't say that around Deshaun Watson. Uh, first one is the Ooh. preseason for C.J. Stroud, and then you have 17 games of C.J. Stroud. So it comes out to 18, again, holes, which is kind of relevant today because... Europe beat to the U.S. In the Yo, I watched. They whooped up on them pretty good. I did. I was Benedict Branham, and I did win the Ryder Cup bet that I made at Circa. I also won the Astros win the division bet. Oh, that's true. So great, great weekend. Great weekend for Branham. I added some extra gentle bin this weekend because it was such a good weekend. Now we just got to fly to Vegas and cash it. Yeah, I mean, I go to Vegas enough. Uh, Joe LaCava. Oh, boy. He walked up on Rory McIlroy. Yeah, I mean, not that Rory's going to But McRoy was going to be... Well, Rory was giving him the what to? What for? He got into his chili. Man, that was... that was At least that was the drama that everybody loves that you don't expect to see in golf. What an embarrassment by Joe LaCava. Some silly caddy walking up on one of the greatest players in the world during the Ryder Cup. Know your role, I love the fan who ran into the water. That was hilarious. But it was also like, I give it a C-. The dismount was not great? If you're going to do it. You gotta go full belly flop. Yeah, like you gotta go full belly you just flop. Do the full straight out dive, Superman dive. Well, because you don't know you how do deep it is. So, like, I feel like you can't go head first. Just the, so you got to make sure your head's or straight out dive. Yeah, 
But like you got a full out belly flop, Superman. You can't just jump in the way he did, but it was still incredible. Did you see the caddy like look at him and like he was gonna go after him for a second? Yeah. And he's like, okay, he's not of any harm. He's yeah, just going was, to the pond. Everyone was like, what's happening? Yeah. And like, oh, this idiot, this yeah. old idiot is just gonna run into the pond. If it was Joe Lacava, you probably would have confronted him. Caddy, more drama than role. we normally see in golf. That there was the whole National Enquirer rumor mill about. The dissension in Team USA, and if Patrick Cantlay wouldn't wear his hat because it didn't fit right, it's or because the yeah, he, the sponsors and the money, and they wanted to get paid, and then another one came out and said you, Team USA took five weeks off and they didn't prepare for it. Yeah, they they did that when they won the last time, though. Like I don't know if there's any like they don't win on on foreign soil. The, right. Who whatever whoever's the home team in the Ryder Cup has such a huge advantage because they can set the tees. They can set how deep the rough is. They can set pin locations. Like, you stack it for your team. And that's what they were talking about, like, in the early foursomes or whatever, Friday and Saturday, was that the Europeans were making it a mid-iron, you know, course. So, because they felt that was their strength. They felt they were more accurate drivers. They felt they were better with the mid-irons. So, they, they fluffed up the rough as high as it could go. They made the fairways tight. And they also made it a tough, long course to where you had to play the long irons, Zach which Johnson, benefited Europe. Not great with his picks. Yeah, and then did you pretty. see that where he talked? Uh, Apparently he didn't. The, the, the post-round the post stuff, to the, the, he didn't do that. Well, he sure looked like it. It did. It, it, I mean, every bit of video looked like they talked him out of He put the driver back and got the three-wood out. Yeah. And I thought that was more or less basically saying... Jordan, you don't have Jordan Spieth was terrible. He was so His bad. Driver he played every was session. Awful. And he played every session. And like, Rick, then he sat Ricky out the one session. The whole day. Yeah, the whole day. It's Tuesday. The whole day. Yeah, he, I didn't think he was very good. Now they were never going to win that Ryder Cup anyways, because they're on the road and that was the easiest money Benedict Branham's ever made. All right, golf great for CJ Stroud. Uh I thought it was one of his worst accuracy games, mm-hmm. if I'm being completely honest. Sixteen to twenty. He even talked about it after the game. Like, eh, I didn't love my accuracy. Sixteen of thirty, right? Sixteen of thirty. Yeah. Uh sixteen of thirty, so it was Barely above 50%, but he still threw for over 300 yards on 16 completions. They scored 30 points. They had six scoring drives, left some meat on the bone, three touchdown drives, three field goal, uh, three field goal drives. Uh, what would you give his golf grade? Well, to me, I've been back and forth. I, I want to say that he had an eagle putt, but I want to say he lipped it out because I didn't like the completion percentage. I, I didn't like the fourth down execution, and I didn't really didn't like the call either, but I was going back and forth. See, because- I didn't mind the fourth down call at all. He makes a decent throw. It's an easy first down. I thought it should have been the third down play, not that, the fourth down play. I could see it as a third down play. But it was fourth there. down, I thought that it was so obtainable to get that and, and to have no points at all out of that. It, it kind of bothered me a little bit. But I'm giving him a birdie for sure, and I'm going to say he, he he lipped out the eagle putt. Uh, I, I think completion percentage could have been better. I, I, it's, it's hard to be nitpicky. But I think that when you get to a point where he actually wins a game for you like that, when you know he puts it on his, his shoulders, and was it not that he lost it or did anything bad, but I, there still is room to get better. And Eagle is really, really kind of when you're at the pinnacle, when you're yeah. really kicking, kicking butt. So I'll say another birdie. Yeah, I gave an Eagle last week on a par five. This week I'm going easy birdie, like a tap-in birdie. Uh-huh. Like he had a really good approach shot, tap-in birdie. Even with the accuracy issues, which look, he still had a really good game. Even though he was 16 of 30, he still had 306 yards. He threw two touchdowns, didn't have an interception. If you're a believer in the QBR, I'm not. It was a 76 and a half. If you're a believer in quarterback rating, I'm not. It was over 111. And again, like 
I grade offenses based on how much they move the ball and how many drives end in points. 451 yards for the offense. C.J. Stroud is the maestro of the offense. That's incredible. Uh, the six scoring drives on yeah. 10 drives mm-hmm. is incredible. Like, you're moving the ball. You're scoring tons of points. You're racking up tons of yards. This was a tap-in birdie for me after a great ap- approach. C.J. Stroud gets a birdie on hole number four. Actually, this would be hole number five, Yeah, I guess. this is five. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm birdie as well, so we're birdies across the board. I, I'm going to just nitpick more here of the the not executing – you know, for like three straight drives before the end of the first half, the field goal, field goal, and then nothing. Where they're like the Texans were moving the ball very well, <laughs> and then just coming up short. So like it, it's very nitpicky because they scored, like you said, six out of ten times, but they could have boat raced. Could have the Pittsburgh I mean, Steelers twenty four points in the NFL is still a boat race. So they could have like, not seventy. They could have Denver Broncoed <laughs> them. I mean, like, they really had a chance to just keep moving the ball down the field, and they just stalled out a couple times. So, like, that's like, it was a very good game, a great win. Unless CJ Shroud's a disaster, I'm never going to give him a, a par below and a victory. So, it's, it's a birdie for me. Yeah, this is uh, a birdie for Stroud. So, where do we have him here, Joe? Do you have that up? Yeah, I got him at a minus two. Uh, you both are even now. Really? That feels, yeah. that feels, that feels bad. He's Feels been, like it should be a little bit better. He's been than better even. than even yeah. through five, but eh, we were we were tough on him in the preseason. We were tough on him early in the year, uh, but uh, has been really really good. Seven three seven five is an eagle for CJ Stroud. Okay, like he played really really well. Like sixteen of thirty. So what? Played really really well. And I don't think it's bad to get a birdie, which is you know what every pro would love to have on every hole that they play. It, it's not bad to say that there are still some things that he could do to get to an even higher level, and there's room to improve no matter how good he's been. So it's not a slap in his face by any means. I, I just think that there's things he can clean up, and he said it himself. Yeah. He can get better. The the things that I would nitpick, and again, I mean, listen to our show. We've been over the moon about C.J. Stroud. The things that I, I didn't think he was very accurate. I, and Of the four professional games he's played in the NFL, in regular season games, I thought this was his least accurate. Now, was that because of the offensive even line? Even Baltimore? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think so. He was pretty accurate against Baltimore. They just weren't like clicking in all cylinders. Like they were a little bit sloppy. They were a little bit like chunky. Like they were slow to the line. I think he was sixteen to twenty five against Baltimore. I just thought that there were a few in the Baltimore game that were more like shoe tops or behind. Which since then we haven't seen. I mean, yesterday he's throwing behind receivers. He was under throwing receivers. The fourth down play. Like I understand he was under duress. I understand he was on his back foot. But that pass was there. Like you make a decent pass. I bet you CJ Stroud would oh, have told you he should have made that yeah, pass. He knew he what a good pass. Yeah. He was twenty eight of forty four against Baltimore. If you go strictly completion percentage, which I don't like doing because there's way more things that help tell the story. He was sixty four percent against Baltimore, sixty four percent against the Colts, sixty seven against the Jags, and then yesterday fifty three. So I think it's easy to say that that was his you know lowest accuracy game. But you still had three hundred and six yards on thirty passes, two touchdowns, no picks. He was really, really good. We're being nitpicky here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought he was a little. It was the most inaccurate game that we've seen from Stroud in four games. But he was still highly effective despite that, which shows you the promise that C.J. Stroud has. You put that many points on the board and convert yeah. six out of ten drives, and and you you have work to do to be a little bit more accurate. It's a damn good thing. I would take that game every week. Let, let that be known. I would take that game every single week, but he was a little bit inaccurate. Uh, and then what Joe said, too, they did stall out in the red zone. They didn't finish some of these drives. Like, settling for three field goals, like, make that four touchdowns, two field goals. Make that five touchdowns, one field goal. They left They left meat on the bone. They actually scored three times to get their first touchdown. 
Yeah, they did. I mean, they just kept, and I thought this is where they're going to screw up, and one of the, they're just not going to get it in now and settle for a field goal. They actually were able to persevere after the penalty, after penalty, and still score. So that was a huge positive. This texture says one thing from this game that I love. Stroud was able to convert on third downs, and I love that. No other Texans quarterback have been able to do that consistently. They were 6 of 12 for third downs yesterday. It shows you that, yeah, they've been really good. Third down conversion. I think he's one of the tops in the league, too. Uh, 3,700 Texans getting that two pick has been the greatest blunder that paid off. I don't like this take because if you're a general manager and you think that Stroud's the best quarterback, then just take him at number one. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like, but I don't know. I don't, I'm not crazy about that take. Just take Stroud at number one if he's that much better than Bryce Young, right? Now, would You'd they have done to that? say that you've got a guy that had used dumb luck to have it fall in, have the right guy fall into his lap as opposed to a guy that could evaluate talent enough to realize this was head and shoulders the best quarterback in the draft. Yeah. So, and plus, you would have had a pick up in every single round. Like, I don't know. I don't love it. But whatever. They got CJ Stroud. I'm happy for that. 713-780-3776. What's your golf grade for CJ Stroud in game four of his NFL career? All right. We got to hand out some NFL game balls. Lots of football around the league yesterday. Let's hand out some game balls next. Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Hey, before we go to the break, we now know who's in and who's out in the Major League Baseball playoffs. If you're feeling strongly about the home team or you've got a team in mind or a couple of matchups in the wild card round that you want to capitalize on maybe win some cash on you need to go to mybookie.ag because they've got all the games all the lines all the chances for you to wager and win right there at mybookie.ag and they take care of you the customer all along the way they're doing it again right now if you remember the promo code bet 975 if you use it or you've used it in the past or this is your first time but you do use it and you put in at least 50 bucks to either a new account or an existing account you could get up to 200 extra dollars instantly into your account that means more money in your account more games you can bet on and more chances to win and it's only because you listen to us and you use mybookie.ag or you're going to They have been in business for over a decade. They ain't going anywhere, which means neither is your money. And when you want to take it out, you can do that too. Take this money, for instance, that you're going to get as a bonus. Bet it again one time and win. Take it out. Do with it as you wish. Don't worry about anybody hemming and hawing and trying to keep it in there and convince you it's the wrong move to take it out. No, if you want to bet it one more time and you win with it, then you can take it out and you can have it as part of the way mybookie.ag takes care of their customers. Again, like I always tell you to do, make sure you remember the promo code BET975 and use it whenever you can because it's to your advantage. And oh, by the way, when there's not games going on like college football, like NFL football, like playoff baseball and soccer, well, there's also a live dealer standing by so you can do casino games at all hours of the night or anytime you feel like it. That's why they take care of their customers every step of the way. As I always tell you to do, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with the only place I tell you to do it. It's mybookie.ag and use that promo code BET975. He's blank. I'm Branham. Time to hand out some game balls yesterday in the NFL. Who are you handing out game balls to? 713-780-3776. Blankers. Why don't you lead us off? Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Joe and I were talking about this on Friday. This was the game of the weekend. We all talked about it, I think, the day before when we were doing the BZ Money about this was a game that we wished was flexed to national. This was a game that everybody would have their eyes on, and unfortunately we all couldn't because it was was on at the same time as the Texans game. But a game that I thought were the two two of the best teams in the AFC and it would really be a slugfest, I, I think it was... Pretty clear-cut who the better team was, and they showed it. Josh Allen was great. Their offense was great. Their defense was pretty good. 
And the Bills made a statement that they weren't going anywhere. So I'll start there and say the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. Josh Allen was uh, was great. Like This was peak Josh Allen. We've seen this Josh Allen. Uh, this is the Josh Allen. Why we think that he can win an MVP. It's the Josh Allen. Why many people think that he's capable of winning a Super Bowl. I don't think he can do it consistently over three games. The minimum you need to win a Super Bowl. But yesterday he was at his best. 320 yards, four tutters, ran for one more. He was fantastic. I'll give a game ball to the same vein to uh, Stephon Dix. Six mm-hmm. catches, 120 yards, and three scores. Look, we were wondering, like, who's the cream of the crop in the AFC East? And I thought that was a statement win for the Buffalo Bills. They looked really, really good against the Dolphins. But a Super Bowl bust for yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, that, it that's definitely. That, that's what, you know, and they've earned that based on how good they've been over the years and what they've been able to do to try to go toe-to-toe with the Chiefs and, and Mahomes. But he hasn't looked great early. That first game of the, the, the season was terrible. And for them to come out and do that to the hottest team in the NFL and the Dolphins was impressive. It was really impressive win for the Buffalo Bills. My first game ball goes to Taylor Swift. She is bringing out the best in the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs with Taylor Swift at their game are 2-0. and oh. Chiefs might actually be something this year. Chiefs might actually get to a Super Bowl this year. Maybe they'll win it. Taylor Swift is bringing out the best. In the Kansas City Chiefs, my game ball. How did I not Swift. know you were this over the top on on being a Swifty? If you think this is me being over the top on a Swifty, as opposed to making fun of this whole thing, then you are incredibly wrong. Okay, but <laughs> I, I just I wanted to, if we're going to make the bit, then I'm going to go with it because I can't believe that I don't we're think still that talking. was you going for the bit. Uh, okay, you never do. I, I I just I'm sick and tired of Taylor Swift across the board, and so man, if you don't like Taylor Swift being at football games, then buzzkill, wet blanket. That's me. Yeah, this is this is the I've best story worse. in the NFL all year. I mean, they're they're showing her each and every like going to break, out of break. Tariko's got lyrics and references ready to go. Unbelievable. Story. He even would he tip it off? He tipped off before the game that how many? I mean, that they were going to be focusing on it throughout the game, and then someone had the over under on how many shots they had of her. At seven, or the the final number was like seventeen. Seems like you're paying more attention to it. Than I heard it on the admit. Today Show this morning. See, look, look, you didn't change. The, you didn't change the channel. Yeah, it's my wife's station. You it's on all the time. You didn't change the channel, huh? You're sitting there watching that segment on Taylor Swift. No, you're liking I'm it. Rolling you're through the living room. The TV's on and Tariko's on. Uh huh. Uh, my wife watches the day, Today Show too. They, I like the Today Show. It's pretty good for like morning television. Mm-hmm. I rarely watch it, but. If I'm if I have to watch a morning show, not the one on Apple TV, it's probably that. Is it that Brittany Mahomes probably screwed the whole thing up? They were a far better team and well-oiled machine before Brittany Mahomes got uh, Brittany Mahomes got into the box, huh? When Brittany Mahomes was kept away from Taylor Swift, the team was much better. Yesterday, they said Brittany Brittany Mahomes was in there with. I mean, with, they won. Yeah, you know, Mahomes looked terrible. Yeah, Mahomes didn't play all the that offense. Well. Was not great at all, and Mahomes yeah. was giving it away left and right. If it weren't for Taylor Swift, they probably don't win that game. Oh, Joe, he didn't have the most yards passing or rushing, but and I know Deshaun Watson didn't play, but Lamar Jackson is playing really good football right now. Four touchdowns this weekend. They are the they're the cream of the crop of the AFC North. I think that's pretty clear. Like they're they're playing good, and Lamar is. And the Bengals suck. Yeah, Bengals are terrible. Um, they've, they've been they've been telling us who they are each and every week. Hope we start believing that. The Browns, apparently Deshaun Watson was cleared to play and did not play. I saw that. They said he went through warm-ups. I saw an hour ago, doctors cleared Deshaun Watson. He wasn't. He didn't feel like he could play. He didn't feel wow. like he could give it a go. Because I know that uh, Kimberly Soft. Martin from ESPN said he was out there early. Everybody was watching Soft. him and that there was the expectation that he could play. 
I think that was yesterday, right? I think he, yeah. I think yeah, he this could. Was today. I think he could play, and he chose not to. Yeah, which That's is a lot neat. different than the like board an RV and ride to Jacksonville with a bruised lung. It's yeah. it's a very this different is, Deshaun Watson. Unlike anything we've seen from Deshaun. Yeah, it's interesting too because like all of his money is guaranteed, unless it's not. Okay. Because like, well, <laughs> what do you no, mean? because Mike Florio get it out on it. Mike Florio last week, as soon as like the face mask penalties happened, he got a leak of the of the contract that like if Deshaun Watson gets suspended from a game. During like from on field action, they can remove the guarantees. Yeah, Florio's being a hot take artist with this. They're not gonna like. They're not gonna trigger that. I just wonder if there's other stuff in this contract that we don't know about. Probably and that's why conduct off the field type of stuff. Yeah, it's kind of like the yeah. the KPJ contract that they wrote. Banned? Huh? He got banned today. Did he by the NBA? No, by the Rockets. Yeah, I saw that from the Rockets. That's they say he's the, not going to be a Rocket. That's what the ESPN headline says. Kevin Porter Jr. Bam. That's a weird word to use. But it is. The Rockets. And, and I also heard Rafael say he didn't know anything about anything, and there were no other incidents leading yeah. up to this. Uh, I'll go game ball to the Eagles. I know they probably should have beat the Commanders a lot easier, but a lot of it's game a good win. It's a good win. A lot of game How balls. do we not give Derrick Henry? He was next on my list. Oh, yeah, right. twenty-two carries, hundred and twenty-two yards, two touchdowns, and threw. Yeah, a tutter. Yeah, he looked, looked like for a guy that, that might have a lot of people thought was washed up. That was a big game and a big win for a team that not many, many people saw winning that football game. the The Bengals are lousy, man. They're awful. They're so bad. I don't know what's going on in Cincinnati, but they. Stink. Well, and now you got Jamar Chase speaking up too. I mean, he got seven. He had seven catches in that game. Like, I don't know why he's getting all diva e. But that means that you're going to start getting dissension in the locker room. You're going to start getting a lot of, of the actual side stuff you don't need right now. Not good. And, and that could be a washed up season, especially de- devastating for a guy that said that they were going to be the AFC representative in the Super Bowl. When maybe, can maybe, we? Maybe they're tanking to replace T. Higgins. When can we call my best friend Joe Burrow? Chandler Parsons gets paid. Turns into a shell of himself. Uh, he, uh, he's got to get healthy first. Why is he year? playing? Because he knows that they're desperate. I don't know why he's playing. He shouldn't he should be, be playing. playing. If you're going to lose games with him, lose games without him while he's hurt. It doesn't make a whole lot but of they, sense if they, he's lousy. If he believes at a certain point when he gets right that they're still a Super Bowl caliber team, he can't sit out and know that they're just going to sit there and take L's and, and maybe not contend for a playoff spot. But he's not right and they are taking L's. I don't think that's what like, they expected. That's why he was playing. And at some point, Any other game balls here? I got here. I got a few here. Mark Andrews, five catches, 80 yards, two touchdowns. He deserves a game ball. You mentioned Lamar Jackson earlier. A.J. Brown, you gave one already to every Eagle. I'll give another one to A.J. Brown. He, he looks squeaky Will gets the degrees. How about right? the Cowboys? Nine catches, 175 yards, and two touchdowns. Who in the Cowboys you want to give one to? The, the whole team. The fact that they took a they gave Bill Belichick the worst loss in his career. Yeah, that was big. I don't I don't like. I these, didn't see that these, coming. These team game balls, guys. Why not? Because the game ball player? goes to one person, not the whole team. Although D'Amico did give one to the whole team. Can, yeah. I, get, can I give one more team game ball? I'm going to give one to a Cowboys. <laughs> Deron Bland. Two two interceptions yesterday. Ran one back for a touchdown. He had a really good game. No. Why not? Because it's lazy. Team game balls. Lazy. D'Amico did it. You yeah, just said D'Amico did it. D'Amico was lazy yesterday, giving a game ball to everybody. I you can't, should've, I should've can't give this one somebody. to one person. Who? Us. <laughs> Us. We are 3-0 this weekend yeah, so we far. BZ oh, Money. Again. We are 13-5-1 with one game left to go this week. If you're listening to BZ Money, we're making you money. We're, we're handing out winners. Give it to us. Handing out winners each and every week. Seven zero zero seven. Christian McCaffrey, 177 so total yards, four touchdowns. really good. How about Brock Purdy? Purdy only dude? had one incompletion, right? 20 for 21. 
Wow. Brock Purdy was 20 for 21. I'm giving a game ball to Brock Purdy. A cup, we don't usually give a whole lot to defensive guys because we live in a fantasy football society, and it makes me sick. Not really. Khalil Mack had six sacks yes, in a did. football game. Unreal. Yes, what is did. the record for the most sacks seven. in a football game? Really? Who it's did seven. that? Um, How do you get six I sacks mean, in a football I, game? If you're going to, like, first guess, it's going to be Reggie White or no, it's not. Taylor. It's not. No, it's, um, it wasn't Strahan. Was it Merriman? No, it was Derek Thomas. There you go. Oh, he was Derek so Thomas good. had Woo, seven sacks. That's isn't, it, isn't that crazy to have six sacks in one? That, that's a season. Was he a bear once, Joe? That's yeah. a season, dude. <laughs> Did you know that the Bears are three and eighteen since they traded Khalil Mack because he cost too much money? Hmm. Man, that's incredible to have six sacks in one football. Well, Gruden, they also, they also haven't won a single game since they traded Roquan Smith. Gruden and uh, what was the the uh, NFL Network guy that was their GM? They knew Mayock. what they were doing. Mike Mayock. I liked him on draft coverage. Uh, oh, he was good on draft, but coverage. he's just like he did so bad. Apparently, he's unhirable. Max Crosby wasn't pretty, wasn't bad. No, it was like he's only hit. But and Harrison Smith, Minnesota had fourteen tackles, three sacks. He's good. And that big win for the Vikings made us a little bit money on BZ money. All right, our car wreck of the day presented by CarWreckTexas.com. What are some nominations? What are you nominating for the car wreck of the day? 713-780-3776. Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. I like a good drink at the end of the day, especially a Monday. Vodka, gin, bourbon, all part of that rotation for me and General Ben Spirits does it better than anybody else. How do they do that? Well, their revolutionary Perseido technology that eliminates impurities for the cleanest, smoothest spirits you will ever taste purification of gentle bin is unrivaled you'll love what's not in it try a sip of gentle bin vodka gin straight bourbon or cast strength bourbon and compare it to what you drink and you will never go back i've been a gentle bin man ever since i had that first sip you get all the flavor none of the burn it is so smooth clean eliminates that burn enjoy your drink don't work through your drink. Look for Gentle Ben at the liquor store on your way home today. Ask for it at your favorite restaurant or bar or just head to Gentle Ben ta- or head just head to the Gentle Ben tasting room there in Alvin. Also, if you're going to an Astros playoff game, stop by Gentle Ben's bar right when you walk in the Union Station entrance and Head to GentleBin.com. You know, at GentleBin.com, you can now order GentleBin straight to your door. Head to the website, GentleBin.com. Drop some items in your cart. They will deliver it right to your doorstep. GentleBin, period. It's an excellent song choice there, uh, Joe George. He's blank. I'm Jeremy Branham. 713-780-3776. Get those car wrecks of the day sent in. Your nominations, 713-780-3776. Before we get to that, D'Amico Ryan's lazy handing out game balls to the entire team. But let's grade the post-game speech after yesterday's Texans victory. Here's D'Amico. Awesome job by you guys. This is what I envision, man, Texan football look like. Mm-hmm. It's dominating up front, mm-hmm. running the ball how we want to run yep. the ball. Yep. D-line attacking, dominating the line of scrimmage, yep. swarming defense, explosive yep. offense, and everybody excited about playing football. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. All right, that's what it feel like. Yeah. Keep it there. I right, keep it there. We got everybody got better this week, man. And this is what our team could be. Right? We got greatness in this room. Let's keep growing. Keep building. Keep leaning on each other. You guys got greatness. Right? Never forget that. I love coaching you guys. Proud of you guys. And that's just the start. That's just the start right there, fellas. Keep grinding. Love you guys, man. Awesome win. Hey, let's get a game ball of everybody. All right, grade the post game speech, Blankers. We're doing letters or numbers. We're doing numbers. 
We're doing number call all over the place with our grades. I know. I'm just asking. <laughs> I go, mean, that's good what I don't know. I can't, I can't we usually track. we usually do numbers. I don't know why we went letter grade with the Astros uh, regular season. We usually do number grades though. Let's go number grade. Grade the post game speech from D'Amico Ryan's. I'm going to go a nine. Oh, that's high. I I I'd play for that dude anytime. The fact that he's got that locker room that together and he could you could get that kind of feel good and we're not we got more to do but you know the way he pumps him up and the way he keeps it real I'm gonna give him a nine. Uh, there was a lot that I liked in that post game speech. I like how he he you he got really excited using the word excited. That kind of stuff is like very high S two e. I thought it was a really good speech. The swarm like all that you needed was there. But he lost me by handing out game balls to the entire team. I dinged him points for handing out game balls to the entire team. I'm giving him a six. It would have been an eight, but I'm dinging him two points for being lazy and giving game balls to the entire team. I do not like that. Give the game ball to every to to, to a good player, not the entire team. That's lazy, D'Amico. I think he just got overexcited against everyone. He probably didn't realize. He probably didn't have one in mind yet. I, I think so too. He's like, I don't have one in mind yet. Not didn't say that, but was thinking that everyone gets a game ball. He but that's that's lack of preparedness. He should have gave it to Kendrick Green because he got hurt. No, because he played really well. Yeah, like he played he played good again. Like he, he's I need been to watch impressive. the film. Stevie Nelson wasn't bad. Stevie Nelson's Steven really Nelson. good. Shaq Griffin looks pretty good. He, he looked yeah. really good. Shaq Griffin looks good. I, uh, I I'm worried about that injury on Kendrick Green. Have y'all heard anything on that? No, I didn't I hear anything post game. D'Amico's always really really quiet about injuries. He'll tell you something. I kind of had a feeling mid- he wouldn't Wednesday. be starting much more going forward anyway. Yeah, we're gonna get an offensive line later this week. Not a conversation for today because they're gonna have some decisions to make yep. on that offensive line. I don't. I'm assuming though that Kendrick Green's gonna be out. Yeah, I, he, it he didn't looks, look great. No, it looked bad. Yeah, and then the Josh Jones injury, like the Is hand, he, like I don't know if he's gonna be back. Yeah, the the the, the Green one though, the way he was, he yeah. was trying, he was, he, you know, he wanted to try and walk it off, and there was just no way that that did not look good to me. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna be available Sunday. I mean, we'll see. Well, injury report stuff comes out on uh, on Wednesday. Joe, did you give that great? What, you, what was your number great on that? I'm gonna give it a seven and a half. That's a good fence there. A little seven and a half. He gets half points here. <laughs> What's wrong with what half points? Grading? We've never done half points before. Well, Usually we, we make strong stances. Yeah, well, We did minuses Seven. and pluses. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Just throwing that <laughs> out there. Touche. That's a great rebuttal. <laughs> nice counterpoint there, Blanker. Yeah. That's really well done. Thanks, uh, Blank. <laughs> you're welcome. At least I, I got your a, back. I don't get a lot of those from you. Yeah, that's well done. I tip my cap to you. All right, let's get to our car wreck of the day. This is the Car Wreck of the Day brought to you by CarWreckTexas.com. All right. What nominees we have? you have any nominees that we're adding oh, to yeah. this list? All right, what we got? Uh, I'm going to start off with our favorite team that they call it a rivalry in the state of Texas, the Texas Rangers. You only had to win one game. You only had one job to do, and you had plenty of bragging all season that you were doing along with it. You just had to win once. Not only did you not do that, you came up with all excuses all over the place, and you had everything from they didn't play their starters, and they everybody's pointing fingers all over the place. Point it in the mirror. You crapped the bed, and now you got to go across the country to play the Rays in a three-game series. Good luck, and I don't mean it. Take the L. Okay, that's a good nomination. I like that. It was a strong nomination, too. Really, really sold it. I, it was well done. 
Uh, Steelers need to be on here, giving up 30 points, 450 yards. Joe, do you have any noms for the Car Wreck of the Day presented by CarWreckTexas.com? I'm going to do you guys a favor. No? My takes. Nah, no, you you're not in it. The Bears. You that bad yeah, you weren't that the, bad today at all. The Bengals. No, it's really no. for the Bengals. No, you're not. You're not. You're not getting nominated today. I, I Why see are what you begging? Doing, he's yeah. chasing for clout. I'm not. He's doing. I just, I, I've never felt worse about a pick than I do right now about the Bengals. Oh, you picked him to go oh, to the Super Bowl. Oh, picked him to the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, that's more bad. Take Boulevard, like bracket edition. Okay, that probably needs to be don't, on there. Don't we'll we see. feel like the Mariners fans and the Seattle? I love crapping all over them, but the fact that. They did all this. You hit Altuve, you, you give a standing ovation. You, you, you hit Chaz, and oh, by the way, the guy that replaces him hits the dong that really kicks you in the grape sack. And, and then you come back from all of that, and then your manager comes out with the stinky bitter beer face because your own fan hit your own pitcher, and you thought something should be done about it. Yeah. And, and then you're the one that ends up on the outside looking in at the playoffs. And then... You do the team that you supposedly hate so much a solid favor by winning your last game of the year. All on you, Seattle and yeah, your fans. I think the fact that they took three of four, though, and gave the Astros yeah. a big assist in winning the division, I don't know if we can put them on the car wreck of the day. Like, I didn't me, put them as high as the Rangers, but I still think they should suck it. Okay, we can put them on the nomination list. I, I'm not going to vote for Seattle because they helped the Astros out. Uh, someone texted in, how about Bill Belichick? Worst loss that he's had in his career. As Pretty the head bad. coach of the Patriots, not a good look. Not a good look to you know what's on unfair, the Patriots. Though they said that you know uh, when he had Brady, he won seventy seven percent of the time. Without Brady, it's something like fifty some percent. I mean, any coach when you have Tom Brady, uh, I was going to succeed. But Belichick's a pretty damn good coach. But the rest of the NFL history, coaches without Tom Brady, you're about fifty percent without Tom Brady. Uh, how about Pat McAfee throwing up on game day? Did he? Car wreck I of the day. About that. He threw up on game day. He said he he ate something funny. He said he it didn't agree with his stomach. There's a lot of Twitter rumors that he got a little bit too much to drink. Oh. He definitely drank too much. Adam he Schefter ate a too, too much to drink the night before. Schefter would not be tweeting this if he didn't think it was a joke. I think that I think that uh, Pat McAfee. I think this is a strong contender for the car wreck of the day. You hate you show up the game day, which you know you have to be there early, and you can't handle your liquor. You, yeah, you got to believe he's going to mix it up with the with the college kids when he goes to game day. That's not good. He's hanging out with college kids, drinking, professional. It, you know what he should have been doing though? If he would have had some gentle Ben, he wouldn't have been hungover the next well, day. I love you. Don't Pat. get hangovers with gentle Ben. I love Pat, but like nothing about him screams professional. No facts. What is this? Like, what is point. this? Bla- is, his signature thing is the black black tank top. Works for me. He wears it under a sport coat. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bizarre look it's for the brand. It's his gimmick. It's what he does. He I likes guess. to be does that he do kind it of well? guy. Uh, I, I like McAfee too. A lot of people were out on McAfee. His talk show's people, okay. A lot of people don't like McAfee. They they don't. A lot of people are banging on Game Day this past week. Honestly, because of McAfee, they talked about getting rid of uh, that old Georgia linebacker, blanking on his name. Oh, Pollock. Um, Pollock, David Pollock. Yeah, David. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people were saying he was the best football mind on that show. They shouldn't have got rid of him. Oh, they got rid of him. Yeah, yeah he's, he not, was, he's not on this. He season. was part of the layoffs that just happened. Yeah, McAfee took over twenty people's salaries. A lot of people. Corso's on, still on, on the show. Yeah, he's still there. Yeah. What do you watch Saturday mornings? I don't. I go play basketball. Oh, that's or, right. or I had to watch a doubleheader. My daughter played a doubleheader Saturday. Well, that's good. How'd she do? She did really well. Oh, I was hoping you'd say she did bad so we could nominate her for nope, the record of the nope, day. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Bases loaded, triple down two to win the game. That's good. That's great for her. Uh, so oh, we can't put her on the car record of the day. I, I know who I forgot. I'm going to tell her you said the, that. The official scorekeeper in oh, Arizona. Oh, that's a great call. I think that's the winner. 
Kyle Tucker has to protest it now. They went so, back and forth like four times. They called it a triple originally with a fielder's, with a fielder's choice. choice. Then they changed it to an inside the park home run. And, and they then they it reversed back. it back to a triple with a fielder's choice. And actually, no, I think the original one was a triple with an error. So that would have been 30-30, it was, right? It was, a, it was a triple with an yeah. error. Yeah, so it, was, it would have been his 30th yeah. home run. How How is that a fielder's choice? I think I think Kyle Tucker is going to win this and end with a 30-30. How is it a fielder's choice? I don't understand where the fielder's choice comes into play here. Have you ever seen a fielder's choice with nobody on base? No. Like, no. Other than, of course, uh-uh. the guy that's running. It would have been like hitting your ground ball to short. The shortstop's just like, you know what? I'm not going to throw this baseball. And you call that a fielder's choice after he reached first base. Yeah. It's not a fielder's choice. Yeah, Who I, makes the ultimate decision? The league office? They probably have it a guy. Yeah, they have a guy there but like that can overrule the Diamondbacks' score. Wouldn't they do it right after the game? There's probably a statute of limitations on it. Yeah, I was going to say, if it isn't done by, like, pretty soon after the end of the game, can they still do it? Did you know that every dugout has a phone up to the press box? And they were, they are not bashful about calling upstairs to let them know they didn't like the scorer's decision. The players themselves can do it? It's usually uh, a representative or a coach. It's usually not the player. A lot of times it's a coach, and a lot of times they get their way. Now, Major League Baseball, because of betting and like daily fantasy sports and all these prop bets, they've kind of been pretty strict on like one guy. Yeah. If there's something in question, they go to that guy, and that guy's going to make the ultimate decision. Our boy Trey can be swayed. Trey. Trey's one of many. Yeah. Trey's one of many that they have over there. He's really good. All right, so who are we giving the car rake of the day to? Presented by Car Rake Texas. I give it to the Rangers. I'm going to give it to the scorekeeper. I'm a scorekeeper. Kyle Tucker is missing out on, 30 for, on the 30-30. Scorekeeper, whoever you are. You're our Car Wreck of the Day, presented by CarWreckTexas.com. If you or someone you know has been injured in a wreck, give Hollingsworth Law Firm a call right now. 713-999-8773, or just head over to CarWreckTexas.com. It's going to do it for us. Thanks to Joe George for doing all the hard work. He's Blank. I'm Brian. I'll talk to you tomorrow.